Hello and welcome to Voices of Bluescope, where we meet the people who work behind the scenes at Bluescope to create strength every day. I'm your host, Martin Feld. Thank you for joining us. For today's episode, we're exploring NS Bluescope in Southeast Asia and its approach to our broader community investment framework, which it has used to develop a variety of corporate social responsibility programs. To introduce NS Bluescope and give some background to this work, I'm joined first by Sean Yeo, General Counsel ASEAN at NS Bluescope in Singapore. Thank you very much for joining us for Voices of Bluescope, Sean. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Martin. How are you? Very well. Can you give us some context for where NS Bluescope sits within the broader Bluescope and what goes on there? Sure. NS Bluescope is a 50-50 joint venture between Bluescope Steel Limited and NSC, Nippon Steel Corporation. And it comprises the building products businesses in Southeast Asia and North America. And by that, I mean, we operate metallic coating and painting lines in each of Thailand, Malaysia, Indonesia, Vietnam, and North America, and also down, downstream role forming facilities in those countries and Singapore and Brunei. So it's, it's, it's really focused on Southeast Asia and, and parts of North America. Can you tell us a little bit more about your role within S Blue Scope? Where do you sit in the organization? My appointment is general counsel for NS Blue Scope's Southeast Asian businesses, and, and I'm based in Singapore. I've been with Blue Scope for just just under six years now, and um, enjoying it, very much enjoying a lot of it. As general counsel, you've had something to do with the corporate community investment framework that has been happening at NS Blue Scope. For people who aren't familiar with it, both within and beyond the organisation, can you tell about what this framework means and how it's informed different community initiatives that are taking place? I think you know at the outset, it's it's important to note that across the global footprint, Blue Scope businesses and people have been and continue to be proud to volunteer and engage in activities to support their local communities. Recently, though, the, the global CSR team in Blue Scope has formulated a community um, investment framework, which has been in place for about a year or so after being endorsed by its executive leadership team. And, and what this does is to allow us to clearly redefine what we want to be known for in our communities and to deliver greater benefit to both BlueScope and our community partners. We're focusing on affordable housing, STEAM, in in other words, using our expertise in designing, manufacturing and engineering, building and construction to, to help the communities. Education, community buildings, so constructing and improving community centers and meeting places, diversity and inclusion, is one that, that we care a lot about, last but not least, health and safety. So with this global framework, while it's global, it's locally owned. And the key thing that Blue Scope is focusing on here is employee engagement. In, in the past, you know, we, we may have done some, some initiatives um, which had employee engagement, but we would also have, I think, a significant proportion of our, our work where we, for example, donated funds or donated products but we, we wanted here, I think, to ensure that we get that employee engagement piece right. Well, the benefits with having employees engage in the activity are underestimated. It actually makes the employee feel better about the company. The employee feels better about his or her peers. And the employee feels better about himself or herself. Um, so, so we think that that's important. Now, in NS Blue Scope, 
Martin, because we operate in such a diverse geography, we've appointed a champion in the Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, Vietnam, Indonesia, and North America. So it's really about making sure that different country businesses are empowered and aligned on on the overall objectives. And and we've done some really great work in, in, in that regard. I'm glad that you covered a lot of great points there. It is really important to have employees across the business engaging in all of this because, yes, people are busy with their own work and there's a lot of work to be done throughout Blue Scope, but our communities are our homes. It's part of our bond and it's very important that people feel involved in that way. And I can imagine that you're engaged even though maybe it isn't the centre of your own work. And is it challenging to juggle that sometimes? It, it can be. It certainly isn't within our typical scope of work, at least in within legal. But if we think about it, if we are really trying to work towards a common purpose, getting involved in the local communities in which we operate in does make me feel like it's work that's worthwhile. Not that the other work isn't, but this just adds an additional layer of meaning to what I do for Blue Scope. What we've also decided to try and focus on is finding community partners. And what that does when, when you have a community partnership, I'll give you one example. We in, in NS Blue Scope and in other parts of Blue Scope, we've been working with Habitat for Humanity. And what they do is to identify opportunities for us Um, They take care of the administration. They take care of the logistics. Uh, We have to pay to participate. But what that then frees us up to do is to really immerse ourselves in the initiative and engage with it and and do it. So you hear from my colleagues later on about the various initiatives. You know, I, I don't want to steal the thunder, but what you get a sense of is how personally involved they became and, and, and how meaningful that interaction is. Yes, and we're going to be hearing from two of these particular champions you've mentioned later in the episode. Can you give us a little bit of information about them? Who are we going to be hearing about? You're going to be hearing from Hung. Um, he's Vice President Marketing in, in Vietnam, and, and he will tell you about this incredible initiative that they've just completed um, in relation to the 300 roofs they contributed. It sounds Pretty simple enough, given that that's probably what Blue Scope is good at. But the level of engagement and the breadth of engagement he got across various stakeholders is, is really incredible. You'll also hear from Nikki, who's our external affairs manager in Indonesia. And this, obviously, in, in the current times, um, we're restricted or limited by, by COVID. But the plan there is, is also, I think, um, really meaningful. Where our current facilities are located in Indonesia. Our main manufacturing facility is in Chilagon. It's in provincial Indonesia. It's an area where there are people who are unfortunately less privileged. And Nikki will share much more information with you, but we're trying to build and improve sanitary facilities within that province. That's a wonderful summary. And we look forward to hearing from them later in the episode. Now, before we finish up, I do want to ask more about you. You mentioned that you work within legal, that you've been with NS Blue Scope for six years. What can you tell people about the experience of working here? That's an easy one. And, you know, in a previous life, I was very good at very little. I became an expert in, in a narrow space that was just commonplace. In, in Blue Scope, quite quickly after I joined, it became apparent to me that people will let you do what you want to do once you demonstrate that you are serious and, and that you have the potential to, I guess, broaden your horizons. And even within legal, that is the case. So it's not a particular 
area of law that that you focus on um, in in blue scope legal we tend to be a jack of all trades and ultimately hopefully you become a master of all trades beyond legal that's a whole different thing and and again you know that that's where i think you know blue scope has been incredible for me and that's allowing you to move beyond your technical area and to to experience and develop and and ultimately lead in other areas as well jack of all trades and a master of all trades that's a great way to put it (laughs) thank you so much for your time sean it's been great to hear from you you're welcome thanks martin next i spoke with the vice president of marketing at ns blue scope in vietnam hung dang about community programs there including the 300 roofs project let's cross to that interview now Thank you so much for joining me today, Hung. How are you? I'm okay. I'm fine. Thanks. It's great to have you on Voices of Blue Scope today. Uh, we're talking to different champions of community initiatives at NS Blue Scope. We've heard from Sean, who has given a bit of an introduction about different parts of the company. What I'd love to know from you is where do you work within NS Blue Scope? Where are you based? And what do you do with the company? So as you know, uh, we have established the first office in Vietnam since 1994. In Vietnam market, we serve both B2B market uh, with the brand like Colorbond and Zincalum and B2C market residential with Blue Cup Jack brand. That's the regional brand for Southeast Asia. In Vietnam, we have four offices and two factories located in six key cities, including Hanoi, Da Nang, Ho Chi Minh, Cần Thơ, and Bari, Vũng Tàu. I hope that you know the city as well. Uh, our main office is, here is in Ho Chi Minh City, where my whole marketing team is located. From this office, we have managed to run all BlueScope activity in Vietnam. And how long have you been working with BlueScope? I have joined BlueScope for three years now. In BlueScope Vietnam, my team and I is the, the one to lead you know, uh, the marketing calendar. And also, we is the one to lead the CSR and sustainability calendar. On top of your work in marketing at Blue Scope in Vietnam, you're also doing some very important community work. Can you please explain what the 300 Roofs project is at NS Blue Scope Vietnam and how you are involved in it? In Vietnam, we manage for the poor people in residential B2C market. Our principle here is like to create connection for better value. The uniqueness of this activity is to connect and motivate our key stakeholders to join and be part of the program. Instead of encouraging people for donating stirrup only, we invite ultra dealer and local builder to join us and manage this project together. So that's the unique thing of this CS uh, activity. Everybody has their clear role on this project. Uh, our Blue Scope Vietnam donate to invest stirrup. Our dealers connect with local authority officer at eight different provinces to find trade relevant bull cases. They help us verify each qualified case then plan and call their local builder network. You know, uh, every auto dealer here, they have their own local builder network. And they ask their local builder network to join, help install the steel roof together with ourselves. At the end of this program, there are 80 local builder and 10 top auto dealers across the country have joined the program. So how long has this taken to plan and execute this project? It takes us like two months to plan this activity and three months to, to execute it. Uh, I, we need to come up with a concept. We need to define the way to donate the steel roof. We need to invite and spend time with our autoradular and local builder to execute the program. How difficult is it to manage and plan such a large community project? Because 300 roofs, that is a lot. 
Yeah, you know, Vietnam is a long country, so we need to work, you know, across the country with more than 10, top 10 auto dealers. But the good thing is uh, we stay really close with them. We have a good network and also uh, from, from auto dealers and local builder, they all understand what we want to do. They really want to join and help us to deliver the end result at the end. Once all of these roofs are installed or they're being rolled out, do you have the chance personally to visit any of these places or see the results of this kind of installation? Yeah, I and my team, we all come, you know, to at least half of the areas uh, at the first time. And after that, when we deliver the steel roof to the poor people house. Uh, after the installation, we all come and see how, you know, the poor people, they enjoy the new roof and new house there. I imagine that's very rewarding to see, but maybe also difficult to see some of the conditions that people are living in. How does it feel to visit these communities and, and see the effects of the program? So when we come, you know, we, we see the difference between before and after we install the steel roof. And the good thing is, like I mentioned, we feel that our local people, you know, not just only Blue Scott South team, but also our autoradula, our local builder, they all feel that they contribute in this project. And we feel happy together. That's the best thing of this project, I think. What do you think is one of the biggest lessons or key ideas that you have taken away having been involved in this project? The best thing I learned from here is when we cooperate with each other to help and support each other to deliver this value thing together. The different thing in Blue Scope versus other environment that I've been to before is more on the industry that I serve. So for Pluska, I have served both B2B and B2C market. So I can learn a lot from that, especially for the B2B, the new experience that I, had, I have never experienced before. Beside the, 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 the marketing activity, the marketing stuff that I manage, the excited thing I have in here is a comprehensive CSI and sustainability calendar that I myself is the one to manage and lead at the end. Because at the end, we try to do everything to be up and strengthen a better community in Vietnam. So that's a wonderful experience that I have in here. We don't only have the Trinidad Steel Roof Program, we also have the CSR Game Show on TV channel to combine between Game Show and CSR. We try to do as much as we can, you know, for poor people. We have house building activity uh, by Blue Scout employees. So Blue Scout employees, we now try to build two or three houses every year for the poor people here. Beside the charity, we also care about environment protection both internal and external activity. And also we have established already a CEO forum here. So we believe that uh, not just only charity, we need to motivate the CEO group, the big influence group you know, in Vietnam to try and motivate them to join with us on the roadmap of sustainability. That's what we think. So what you're saying, and I think I really agree with you, is that it's important to have people at all different levels of the organization involved in these kinds of projects. And can you tell me some more? I'm very interested. You mentioned something about a, a game show there. What was that about? Uh, it's just TV game show. So we do for Blue Scope Jack brand, you know. So versus are the steel brand in Vietnam. They just focus more on the game show, more on the entertainment part. In here, even when we do the game show, we try to combine between game show and CSR activity. For example, like our concept game show for this year going to be to help improve people's life. So based on the game show on TV, right, reality show, we select every episode, we're going to have and support one poor person in each province, something like that. That's the external uh, program. It's a TV station across the country for this program. 
So we broadcast this both online and on TV channel. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for your time today, Hung. It's been great to talk to you. Thank you, Martin. Last but not least, I spoke with Maharani Putri, or Nikki, who is the Government Relations Manager at NS Blue Scope in Indonesia. In the following discussion, she outlines the Sustainable Community Program for Housing, Sanitation and Schools in the Chiligon area, along with challenges posed by COVID-19. Thank you so much for joining us for Voices of Blue Scope, Nikki. How are you today? Well, I'm fine. It's pretty clear today. Thank you. You're speaking from the business in Indonesia. Could you tell us a bit about yourself and where you fit within the company? Well, yep. My name is actually Maharani Putri. So uh, my nickname is Nikki. Everybody knows me as Nikki. And um, I've joined Blue Scope earlier, like five years ago. So it's a very long time ago, I think. <laughs> and um, my role will be uh, the government relations. And I fit into the corporate and external affairs um, in Indonesia. And my part, it's more on um, the interaction of, uh, with the government. And also, I'm responsible in the piece of uh, corporate social responsibility, which is ASR. So that's why when um, NS Blue Scope Indonesia is actually try to find a champion to uh, actually uh, steer the approach that comes from global uh, Blue Scope, so they actually choose me yeah, as the champion for uh, um, implement this approach. Can you tell us more about what the new approach is? What is involved in this program that NS Blue Scope Indonesia is doing? It's about uh, last year that... We've been socialized uh, for this uh, f- new framework of the approach, which is this is the corporate community investment approach to deliver greater benefit to both BlueScope and our community partners. At that time, we uh, think on uh, how we can collaborate effectively of having a unified partner to get really access to our community on each country. So that's why where that's Habitat for Humanity came into picture. Can you tell us some more about the specific area in which you're operating and some of the maybe tangible stories or examples of people or communities that you've helped? They have been actively building healthy houses in Indonesia for less fortunate communities in collaboration with private sectors and government of Indonesia. That's one tick. And the other tick that needs to be ticked on is actually in the survey and analysis, I mean like assessment, with the Chilagon city government body. This is where uh, NS Bluescope Indonesia is operating for more than 20 years. With the needs that we find out, it's more on housing improvement in terms of decent sanitation and hygiene infrastructure for a healthy environment that they need around Chilagon City area. Then we plan over a sustainable community program nearby our plan, which is, should be implemented in a routine manner. And it involves Blue Scope employees and surrounding communities. And uh, we need to make sure that we also uh, having the program which is aligned to local government CSR program. That's most important too. And ultimately, it's contributed a significant impact to ASEAN for a long time, for long term, together with Habitat. And the program is actually made, uh, made for three years in three stages. It focuses 
again, uh, stage one is building healthy houses with individual toilets. And the second stage is a garbage bank. And the third one is the healthy schools. So we, we were made that in accordance with the three elements, as uh, I mentioned before, is affordable, affordable housing, education, as well as healthy and safety. Can you tell me about some of the effects that you've had to deal with because of the COVID-19 pandemic? No industry is immune to this. So how have you had to work around this public health situation to continue your work? Well, it's actually back then in uh, last year that we planned over this community set um, program. Uh, We already made the survey and um, assessment with uh, CSR body in Chilagon and also Habitat. I think it's back in November last year, but we tried to have a groundbreaking for uh, building a house in March. But unfortunately, at that time, it's everything is locked down in Indonesia and including uh, Chilagon area. It is uh, impossible for us to implement this. So until uh, the tentative time for implementing this, it's going to be start again in January. But during this challenging uh, uh, pandemic, we also um, having the uh, activities together with the government of Indonesia. So we actually provide sets of PPE to some hospital. And also uh, the PPE uh, through uh, the government of uh, local Chilagon area. So you've been able to continue your work in different ways and prepare for down the track. That's really good. Can you tell me some of the things that you've learned or the experiences that you've had in being part of this working group and being this community initiative champion, as you describe? Well, what I've taken away from this, to be honest, is enriching me because uh, I came from different background, though. <laughs> This is really on the government side. So at that time, when I've been challenged uh, to uh, having this CSR initiative, so I was thinking about having a really blended uh, program, which is aligned with government of Indonesia about uh, having uh, vocational and, uh, you know, TFET, right, uh, for that technical vocational and education in Indonesia. But at that time, uh, it came over this program, which is, this is provide a good blend within uh, our expertise as well, which is that we are good in um, training the applicators, which is that's actually lives around our surrounding, right? That's one thing. And the other part is more on giving the benefit for having building up a houses there's a soft skill part and the hard skill part I mentioned. What I take away from this is actually this is a, a good plan that comes from global. If you're going to stick around with me later on, maybe after January, hopefully all the COVID gets, you know, gets slow in the spreading on the virus. And then we can implement this in January sometime. The, the cultural value that's exist in blue scope makes us comfort right it feels like home all the employees and the workforce are the workforce in different uh, division here in indonesia or elsewhere in australia even in port kembla and western port they're really good yeah um they accept you as you are right so and they try i mean like they do understand your strengths. They want to receive your strengths and receive your weakness. 
and then we collaborate each other. So that's what I like. The, I like the most uh, of being like working with Scope. That's great. So thank you very much for joining us on the episode today. It's been good to chat with you. Okay. Thank you, Martin. That wraps up today's episode. Make sure to visit the show notes in your podcast player to view further links and information. For other news and updates, visit bluescope.com, follow Bluescope on LinkedIn, or check out at Bluescope on Twitter. You'll also find a range of video playlists on YouTube under TV Bluescope. Thank you for joining us again for Voices of Bluescope. Until next time.